It's 12 minutes past 6pm on a post-lockdown evening, and Charlie Lee, chair of the Hyperbole Towers Strata Committee, is wondering where the rest of its members are. Hello, building manager Alfie here. I'm sorry, I'm in the middle of a meeting. No, you're not. I most certainly am. Oh, (laughs) hello, Madam Chairperson. I am in the meeting. Where are you? I'm in the cafe. At the meeting? Where are you? And where is everybody else? We are meeting online, Madam Chair, as required. Required? Our new bylaw. Remember, we had to pass one so we could have meetings on Zoom or Skype? How could I forget? Four hours of mindless arguments punctuated by three resignations, two fistfights and a nervous breakdown. Yes. Well, apparently due to poor wording, it's not that we can have online meetings. We must have them. Oh, God. Can't we just fudge it? Meet in person? Oh, more than my job's worth, dear chair lady. It sets a dangerous precedent. And everyone's a bush lawyer these days. OK, I need to get back home to my laptop. Oh, don't leave it too long. Things are getting a little heated. Heated? How? Well, let's just say when the cat's away... <laughs> You're listening to Hyperbole Towers, a podcom about the living hell of an Australian apartment block strata committee. Episode 1, Tapping In. In the darkest reaches of cyberspace, or a Zoom meeting of the Hyperbole Towers strata committee, a power struggle is underway in the temporary absence of the chair. As secretary, I'm the number two, so obviously I should be in charge. The chair lady will be online in a minute. Anything can happen in a minute. I need to run things till she comes on board. <laughs> Brooke, you couldn't run a whole convention in a donut shop. Comrades, as the senior member present, veteran of a thousand meetings... Who appears to have his sweater on inside out? I have sat at the embalmed feet of all the great world leaders. Mao, Lenin, Ho Chi Minh... Bless you. ...and some leadership qualities must have rubbed off. All dead communist feet aren't going to help, Joe. But I... I'm genetically programmed to assist. Wendy, you are genetically programmed to stick your nose in where it's not wanted. I think Charlie is trying to get online. Brooke, if you could just... Uh, I'm uh... sorry, Alfie, you're breaking up. Oh, God, boring. Chair people, leaders, no one's even mentioned disruptors. There's a good reason for that, Damien. And if I thought you'd understand it, I'd explain it to you. <clears throat> Charlie's in the waiting room. If you could just let her in. We have a waiting room? How much is that costing us? It's a virtual room, Steve, not an actual room. And if we thought you'd understand, we'd explain it to you. Brooke, if you don't let Charlie into the meeting, I'm going to ask how come she didn't know we were doing this online. Can't hear you, Amber. Oh, you heard all right. Oh, hello. How nice to see you all getting along without me. Now, before we do anything else, we have an urgent issue to deal with. The cafe is closing. But they only learned my name last week. (laughs) They thought her name was Wendy. (laughs) It was no accident. I'm sorry, Charlie, but the cafe isn't on the agenda. So? So we shouldn't discuss it. It's the law. Is this the same law that says we have to have all our meetings on Zoom? It was an auto-correction, okay? So not my fault. Can't see how the words can or even may get auto-corrected to must. It was a glitch, that's all. Computers, hey? Oh, maybe our computers have been controlled by a foreign power, like Russia. Or China. Or New Zealand. Or maybe Brooke was being a control flake again. Control flake? 
Someone who won't let anyone else do their job, but never gets around to doing it themselves. You would know all about computers, Amber. We've all seen your OnlyFans page. OnlyFans? Has that got anything to do with football? Sport is the mid-strength beer of the masses. It's filth. And I think we can all agree that Amber's webpage reflects badly on all of us. Never seen it. No. Me neither. It's very tasteful. I've been told. What's the URL? www.mindyourownfrickingbusiness. Um, Madam Chairperson, far be it from me to intrude, being merely your humble building manager and not even having a vote. Oh, get on with it, please. Technically, the cafe is on the agenda. There's an item under meetings, and that's where we hold out. Oh, we did, until Brooke stuffed up. Oh, this will cost us to fix the bylaws. Quiet, please. If you don't all behave, I'm going to disconnect you from the internet. Permanently. Can he do that? Oh, yes. Allow me to explain the situation with the cafe. You own the space. All property is theft. No, oh, thank you, Carl, the fifth Marx brother. Your predecessors started renting out the space years ago. They needed money for repairs. Turning a meeting space into a cafe, where we could still meet for free. Solve the building's cash flow problem. It's kept your levies low for years. It also gave us a cafe. Whatever. We, we need new tenants before we fly off the financial cliff edge like... Thelma and Louise. I was thinking lemmings, but point taken. New tenants. More capitalistic money grubbers. This is the people's space. If we don't, there'll have to be a 10% adjustment in levies to cover the shortfall. Adjustment? They'll go up. 10 freaking percent rise on levies? Stuff the people. 10.324% to be precise. I rounded it down so as not to cause unnecessary alarm. Don't know about this, so I'm a bit overexposed. Still working in your underpants, Damien. Pop Colin the Kettle Black. Fear not, good folk. I have already received an offer from a business to take over the space. Is it an all-night hothouse incubator co-shared working space for young disruptors? Dream on, Elon Musk. We could offer it to one of the many charities for which I am only too happy to give up my precious time. How is that going to keep the levies down? You get tax breaks for charities. We don't pay tax. Sticking it to the man. So, Alfie, who or what is this prospective tenant? It's, um, a mini-day spa. A spa. Lovely. Sauna. Steam rooms. Facials. Or do you mean like a yoga studio? That sounds nice. Sign me up. Uh, it, it's not a yoga studio per se. Then what is it? It's not a massage parlour, is it? Oh, oh, sorry, that's my ringtone. They're calling themselves a day spa, but I assume massage will be among their services. Oh, no, no, no. No freaking way are we having a massage parlour in this building. You mean another one? It's a day spa. OK, let's discuss this at our next meeting when we have more information. Several hours later, as the crow flies, a weary Charlie has reached the end of the agenda and her tether. Final item. Hallelujah. Tapping? Is this right, Brooke? What's tapping? Can't you hear it? There's been complaints. Every day. Morning, noon and night. It's the flat above mine and it's driving me nuts. It's the mating call of the Death Watch Beetle. I googled it. Sounds like Asians to me. You can tell people's race from tapping. Please explain. Well, they're obviously making chopsticks. They have machines for that. Or child labour. Has anyone seen any weary wee ones wandering around? I saw a film once where they made pills with a machine that went tap, tap, tap as they turned the handle. That's it. Truck dealers, no question. 
Yakuza, we could all be murdered in our beds. Alfie, who's renting that flat at the moment? I'm sorry, Madam Chair, Madam. Discretion and privacy laws forbid me from revealing that. And the occasional brown paper bag, I bet. The law requires landlords to register the identity of whoever has rented a property. Perhaps, but I am not the landlord. Okay, I'll look into it. Meeting adjourned. I need to get to bed. Just one question. Yes? Can we go back to the discussion about the cafe? I should have been taking notes, but you all kept breaking up. It's the very next day in Hyperbole Towers, and Alfie's in his office. A cross between a basement storeroom, which it is, and a multi-screen high-tech surveillance pod, which it also is. Madam Chair Lady, what can I do you for? A day spa? It's a pressing concern, Madam Chair. If it's at all sleazy, the residents will be up in arms. Not to mention the committee. Although you just have. They'll hate it. They'll vote no anyway. Uh, Possibly, despite the ramifications. What ramifications? Loss of income, waste of space, racial discrimination. Why? Is it a Thai massage? More Swedish, I believe. Europeans are people too. We need to find something that won't upset the residents and that the committee will support. We should check the numbers. What am I saying? A politician like yourself would know that. I'm not a politician. Indeed, Madame Cheslong. Indeed. In her quest to gauge the numbers, Charlie makes a Skype call to Amber. Oh, hi, Charlie. What's up? I don't have long. I'm with a client. Hello, Amber. Is that a nurse's uniform? I didn't know you were a first responder. Depends what kind of response you're after. It's about this day spa. You seem to be very much against it. 100%. It sounds like it could be a massage parlour to me. And you already provide those services? Hey, I'm a trained therapist. Some of these other places... Is everything okay in there? Oh, that's the bishop. Hot stones treatment. I may have left them on too long. Gotta go. He'll be wanting his rocks off. For the record, I'm voting no. Oh, and don't worry, he's not really a bishop. Later that very same day, Wendy is scurrying through the foyer on her way to perform good works when her phone rings. Hello? Wendy speaking. Good deeds done free. On your way out, Wendy. How did you know? Oh, you're always on the go. No rest for the wicked or me. About the plan for the cafe. Terrible. Awful. I know. And for once, Amber agrees with you. Does she? Why? Kind of obvious, really. Oh, yes, it is. Is it? Competition. Could put her out of business. Of course. She might have to move out, start up somewhere else. Oh, dear. Poor thing. Ah, that's you all over, Wendy. Always thinking of others. True, true. Who's the lucky beneficiary of your endless bounty today? The homeless? The elderly? Cats? Homeless elderly cats, actually. (laughs) Ah, lovely. Don't bring any back here. (laughs) No pets, remember. You know me. I'm a stickler for the rules. You're a saint, Wendy. An absolute saint. Aye. And I know how to get rid of a sinner. Meanwhile, in another different part of Hyperbole Towers... On her way to investigate the tapping issue, Charlie has called Brooke. So, are you for or against the day spa? 
Against? It will cost us a fortune. My check would never be out of the place. Really? What with his knees? Of course. His knees. We need to find an alternative. I'll ask around the real estate agents. Uh, look, hold the line. I'm at the unit above Steve's. Listen. I can hear it. Clear as day. Good. Glad I have a witness. No problem. Bye. Uh, no, no, wait. I meant a witness for when I knock on the door. What if they are drug dealers? Then we might scare them off. Or they might take your phone, trace your call, abduct us, torture us to death and bury our bodies in the foundations of a new high-rise. I don't think so. That's what happened with those buildings that are falling down. Too many bodies in the concrete. Hello in there! Oh my god, oh my god! Can you hear us? Oh, sorry, Charlie, you're breaking up. It'd be easier just to get Alfie to tell us who's living there, Brooke. Uh, Brooke? Elsewhere in Hyperbole Towers, in the bin room to be precise, Joe's phone rings. Ah, capitalist South Korean crap. I should have gone to Huawei. Hello? Ah, oh, hang on. Wait, wait till I put these newspapers down. Ah, recycling, Joe. Good to see. In the old days, I would have used these to make paper mache effigies of political leaders. Why? Oh, so I could burn them at a demo. <laughs> Menzies, Howard, Hawke, Whitlam, they all went up in smoke. Very creative, yet destructive. Oh man, you should have seen my Keating. Nose like a furnace flew. Yeah, I could never quite get the five o'clock shadow though. Wrong shade of grey. So about this day spa? Bring it on. I couldn't give a toss, as long as they pay rent and keep the levies down. Power to the people. Yeah, hang on. How did you know I was recycling? A public spirited bloke like you, what else would you be doing? Yeah, right. Much later that very same day, but late at night, Charlie is trying to make out a ghostly image on her portable laptop computer screen. The image is not of an actual ghost because they don't exist. Hi, Damien. Can you see me? Clear as day. I can't see you. I'm here. Video on. Oh, I can just see a kind of outline of a head. Have you tried turning up the brightness? Yes. The contrast? Yes. Uh, oh, maybe I should put my light on. That might help. Oh, my God. I didn't need to see that. Oh, I'm sorry. Sorry, I forgot. I, I, I didn't expect to be standing up. OK. About the cafe space? Yes. Here's my alternative plan. You're going to love this. A virtual ice rink, 3D glasses and an espresso martini margarita bar. It's skating without all falling down. Well, apart from the margaritas. What do you think? Terrific. And where can I see this? Is there a website? That's the beauty of it. No website. It doesn't exist anywhere. Totally fresh. Okay. Right. Leave that with me. Meanwhile, what's your position on the day spa? If it's going to get in the way of my virtual ice rink or the hot house incubator hub, I'm against it. It's 1am in the morning and a slightly drunk Steve is parking his car in his parking space in the car park when the screen on his smartphone lights up. Hello. Hello, Steve. Hi, Alfie. Jeez, are you on overtime? Late dinner. Oh, some accountancy, mates. <laughs> Takes longer to split the bill than it does to eat the food. About the cafe space. Oh, really? You want to talk about that now? We're both busy men. Okay. So, if this was a... Yeah, you know. I know everything. Residence discount, do you think? I'm sure that could be arranged. Oh, then I'm in. 
They won't want to rub us up the wrong way. <laughs> get, get it? <laughs> rub, rub us up? Yeah, Steve, very droll. Oh, and you seem to be parked over the line. Hmm? Might want to straighten that out before someone complains. Much later in the evening of that very same day, Charlie has reconvened the adjourned online committee meeting again for a second time. Just to bring you all up to speed on the tapping, I visited 1407, the flat above Steve's. For the record, I wasn't there. No one said you were. I visited the flat. Sorry, Charlie, I'm, I'm losing you again. I heard tapping. I knocked on the door several times, but there was no reply. It might be time to call the police. Bring in the goon squad. Beep, beep. Asian drug dealers. I knew it. Wendy, you do realise I'm Chinese-Australian? Of course I do, dear. But you're one of the nice ones. Um, uh, Madam CEO, if I may, the tenant of the flat in question is going to connect with us in a few moments to explain everything. But are they going to stop that damn tapping? Well, I believe he is moving out, so that would be a yes. Excellent. Okay, the cafe space. I believe Brooke has some news. I've had two inquiries apart from the day spa. One is for a nail salon. The other is an all-night convenience store. Both of which exploit immigrants and the underpaid. Do we want our reputation to be permanently scarred with the dark stain of slavery? Did you even tell them about my virtual ice rink? By the way, we'll have to get council approval for the change of use, which was overlooked when our meeting room was converted to a cafe. Is that true, Alfie? Council approval? Way above my pay grade. (laughs) All right. Now, bear in mind that this has to be approved by a majority of our owners. Including those who turn up at our AGMs thinking it's bingo night. If the owners don't like it, we could all be kicked off the committee. The night of the long knives, all over again. Option one, the nail salon. Great idea. Very convenient for the ladies. Just so long as you don't mind the toxic fumes. All those in favour? Shouldn't we have a secret ballot? First, we'd need to vote on whether or not we have a secret ballot. In that case, we should have a secret ballot on whether or not to have a secret ballot. We don't need a secret ballot. How do we know you haven't already had one? Oh, All those in favour of the nail salon, raise a hand. Our hands with acrylic nails should be discounted. Nobody? The convenience store? Where else are drunks and junkies going to get their corn chips and ice cream at 2am? All those in favour of the convenience store. No one? Okay, the day spa? I've had a wee think. I'm for it. Really? I thought Scottish people were against touching. It's somewhere to relax after hours of helping those less fortunate. Oh, and tell me, who relaxes the people you've been helping? Enough squabbling. Those for the day spa. You know you can't all abstain. I'm voting no, and if you don't vote, then my vote is the only one that counts. She's very strict. Our own little Evita. I'm in. We need the money. Count me out. The thought of all that flesh being pummeled and prodded and only ten floors below me? Ew. Uh, my old bones could use a little TLC. I'm a yes. Those poor Swedish girls need somewhere to go for advice and soup. I'm voting yes. Don't let OK be the enemy of brilliant. I say no. That's three, four, three against. Amber? You know what? I think it's exactly what we need. I'm a yes. What? Wait a minute. Can I change? Excuse me, folks. Uh, We have the tenant from 1407. Uh, Hi. Can everybody hear me? We can hear you, Ted. Hello, everyone. I'm Ted McConney. (laughs) You probably know me from stage musicals and dancing with the stars and, you know, that thing with the male strippers. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. It's Ted. (laughs) Anyway, I just wanted to apologise for all the tapping sounds. I've been secretly rehearsing my new show and I was using a portable tap floor and I didn't realise the sound could be heard anywhere else. You should have told me. I banged on your door. 
Oh, I had headphones on so my music didn't disturb anyone. Ironic, huh? Oh, Mr. McConney, I loved you in The Boy From Oz. I saw you in New York. No, um, I don't think so. Anyway, Alfie has some free tickets to the opening night of my new oh, show. Oh, dear, we seem to have lost the connection. Free tickets? What's it all about, Alfie? Freely available at half price. Very generous. A fortnight later, or about two weeks, which is more or less the same thing, Charlie has called Brooke. Council approval? Are you sure? I've got the letter here. Day spa with a coffee bar at the front. Signed, sealed and delivered. When did you apply? I didn't, but it's got my signature on it. I knew it wasn't me. I'd remember paperwork. And how about this? The company behind it is called Ambalfi. Ambalfi? And its registered address is right here in this building. You know, I've often wondered how Alfie knew about the day spa before we even heard the cafe was closing. Me too. I've been looking for him. He's not answering his phone. Funny how he's always around, until you want him to be. Alfie is standing by the building's garage gate when his phone rings. Yes, like that. He thinks about not answering, but changes his mind. Madam Chairlift, to what do I owe the exquisite pleasure of hearing your dulcet tones this fine morning? Alfie, I've been looking for you everywhere. Doing my rounds, Madam Chair. Protecting civilization, one visitor parking space at a time. Do you know anything about this council approval for the day spa? That was quick. I mean, uh, what approval? Somebody applied for permission for a spa using our letterhead and my signature. And it's been approved. Congratulations. Uh, now, I, I must be off. I have to recycle some old recycling bins. No, not congratulations. Explanations. Whoever it was forged a planning application in our name. Forgery. My good Lord. I will look into this immediately. Must go. Alfie, wait. This is your chance to come clean. Did you and Amber apply for approval for the day spa? My dear Madam Chair Cushion. I swear on the higher power of my Dyson stick vacuum cleaner, this had nothing to do with me. Oi, Alfie, I have your massage tables and cappuccino machine. Where do you want them? You've been listening to Hyperbole Towers, featuring Suzanne Chambers, Valentina Orico, Amelia Conway, Evelyn Schubert, Michelle Ruadi, Robin Query, Matthias Claver, and David McPhail. It was narrated and directed by Warren Coleman. Hyperbole Towers was written and produced by Jimmy Thompson and Warren Coleman. Audio editing and effects were by Sound Brewery. Leaping About was by me, Phoebe Armstrong. Hyperbole Towers is a flat chat production for Wordsworth, made with financial assistance from City of Sydney Council. Thank you.